Welcome to BYU Radio's Big Stories, a show dedicated to the incredible tales surrounding the opponents of the BYU Cougars. I'm your host, Cleon Wall. This week, Oklahoma State and the Cowboy Code. That is really our code of of ethics. OSU President Casey Shrum. We are cowboys not in the clothes we wear, but in our character. And the Cowboy Code is really about dreaming as big as the sky. And we come together because we're all a part of Oklahoma State University. One woman brought the cowboy community together by helping to preserve the university's sports heritage. That comes up a bit later in this episode. But first, Oklahoma State Wrestling, a championship pedigree built on the backs of Oklahomans. The backs of the current Cowboys wrestling squad was put to work the day we met them at Gallagher-Iba Arena. All doors, all doors got to come down off the hinges. New wrestling mats needed to be hauled to the wrestling room and Coach John Smith directed the gym's equipment transfer. They're 50 by 50 mats and I got my tools out here. Normally they come in three pieces, but when you put them in three pieces, you know, you have to use a lot of mat tape. Coach Smith called in wrestler Dustin Plott and his teammates to move the mats. It was not an easy job. So when we got the mats out of the truck, they have these, they're like spacers in them, and they make them rigid so we couldn't turn around corners. So we brought them in the Gallagher, rolled them out, got those taken out, rolled them back up, <laughs> uh, got them uh, zipped up tight again, and uh, then we had to organize weaving our way through Gallagher and then up a staircase into the wrestling room. It was like, kind of like a little centipede going <laughs> up into the wrestling room. So it was... It was a good time. We all showed up ready to work. And I think that's something you'll find with most wrestlers is they're, they're not afraid of work. And there's no work that's considered like underneath them. You know, this is hard work wrestling. There's nothing easy about it, right? His style, um, we're always gonna be in shape. I can promise you that. His style of coaching is, you know, it's a little old school. Dayton Fix is another cowboy wrestler. He's, uh, you know, still, still believes in, you know, toughing it out and and you know, working hard, and and there's nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that. Dayton knew what he was getting himself into before he ever wrestled for Coach Smith. My dad wrestled here at OSU as well, uh, so pretty much my whole life, I've I've been an Oklahoma State fan. Dayton is an Oklahoma native, and so is Dustin. I think what's was really new, unique about our team this year is I think we had eight starters that were from eight of the ten starters that were from Oklahoma, and. I think that speaks volumes to how good we are as a state at wrestling and um, how good Oklahoma State is as recruiting the in-state guys. Since 1916, which is when our first season was, but pretty much since 1916, we've built it on Oklahoma boys, you know, Oklahoma wrestlers. Coach Smith's family is a big part of the Cowboy wrestling legacy. My name is Leroy Smith. I'm the executive director of the National Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum. Leroy is Coach Smith's older brother. We grew up in a, in a suburb of Oklahoma City on the south side. And in my fourth grade year in great elementary school, I was approached by a coach and some neighbors about my interest in wrestling. The coach, had, who was a fifth grade science teacher set up an exhibition for me to uh, wrestle against someone else on the playground. And all of a sudden, I have this team of wrestlers around me, so it's rather intimidating. 
and and uh, he he's coached me along, and he kind of told me about the rules and would you like to go a takedown and make a long story short i took the guy down and and they invited me to come out for this wrestling team and i went out so um that's when our family <laughs> entered the sport of wrestling and uh, from there on it was uh you know uh, a transformational life for me and my brothers that followed me leroy john pat and mark each wrestled at Oklahoma State and were All-Americans. The Smith brothers won individual NCAA titles, team titles, gold medals, and found success as coaches. Sometimes you're, you're looked at as somebody special when you're successful in anything you do. And, it, you know, one of the things that we were taught early on and when we started having success was driven into us to be humble. You know, I was won two Olympic gold medals. I won four world championships, won two national titles. I mean, it, it, it's all because of this program, you know? And so it's not me, you know, it's the program. The wrestling program has quite the history. All you have to do is walk around Oklahoma State's Heritage Hall to understand why recruiting Oklahoma guys has led to impressive results. So we're now here in the center of this hall. And it, I mean, it's pretty blatant right here. It says Oklahoma State University national champions, and you've got a ton of trophies in here. Wrestling has led the way with 34 of our 52 national championships. Larry Reese is Oklahoma State's Senior Associate Athletic Director for Development. You've got to remember Ed Gallagher. He's known as the father of modern day wrestling. Uh, he died young of Parkinson's disease at age 52, so imagine what his career could have been. But in his short life, he created many different holds that we see in modern-day wrestling and also won 11 national championships in his time as our head coach at Oklahoma State. Gallagher was the first wrestling coach here. Uh, the only, only, um, only facility named after Division I um, wrestling coach. Representing the Cowboys is a dream come true. Pretty much every year, you know, our goal is to win a national title. The pressure of being a part of a successful program is, it can be both overwhelming but also motivating. Um, I've, I've had times where I've, I've felt the pressure and I didn't compete. The first time I got to wrestle here in, here in Gallagher, Iba, I'll be honest, when I walked out there, I was terrified. As growing up watching, I was like, oh man, that's gonna be so awesome. And then I was at the you know man in the arena then, and it's like, oh wow, there's a lot of people here. What if I lose in front of these fans? I can't lose in front of my family. Now I'm a lot more excited, and every time I go in Gallagher Iba Arena, I really look around and try to soak it all in, because I know these memories will last with me a lifetime. Dustin mentioned being the man in the arena. The phrase comes from a speech delivered by former President Teddy Roosevelt. I actually had a sales professor here at Oklahoma State who I was close with. I really liked his course, um, and I, I lost a match this year. And he emailed me, man in the arena poem. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood. There's a lot of truth with it, and especially with wrestling, when you're the only one out there, there's a lot of vulnerability um, that takes place, and there's a lot of ownership, because it, it is just you. And I think the man in the arena really uh, 
encompasses that. Sometimes the man never makes it into the arena, but still benefits from the experience of wrestling at Oklahoma State. My biggest donors to our Oklahoma State wrestling program is guys that never started. They were in this room and they had to work out every day, had to fight, had fight themselves not to quit. You know, some of them wanted to walk away from it. Several of them might talk back into, hey, no, you're not quitting. No, no, because you know the result, right? Um, and and that, that just that experience of working out every day and never starting for four years, can you imagine that in this sport? You know, I think those, those are the guys that really learn the most about persevering. Dayton Fix has already figured the persevering thing out. You know, wrestling's gonna set me up for, for life. I've been, you know, in the national finals three times. I've been in the world, world finals and, you know, I've lost, lost in all those. You know, I think that, you know, that's uh, something I can take away from, you know, that, you know, no matter what happens in my life, I'm gonna be able to, to get back up and, and keep moving forward. So I want my legacy to be, you know, someone that was entertaining, someone that was fun to watch, someone that represented Oklahoma State uh, the best as possibly good. Uh, and I wanna go out as a, as a national champion. What you're getting out of that program is you're producing not just champions in sport, but champions in life. Here again is Leroy Smith. Oklahoma State University's wrestling program really was a foundation of excellence in all its dimensions for the sport. It was uh, and has been a resource uh, for, for decades and generations. And, you know, it's, it's uh, the, the university knows that it has to invest in perpetuating excellence. And they are doing it. And I'm very proud of them for doing it because it's hard to stay on top. Coming up next, how one woman's thoughtful question led to the beautiful preservation of OSU Athletics memorabilia and legends. Welcome back to BYU Radio's Big Stories. There is a large passageway between Gallagher-Iba Arena and Pickens Stadium that serves as a history museum dedicated to cowboy greats. I would say the highlight is probably Barry Sanders' uh, Heisman Trophy. It's called Heritage Hall. And if you'll note, you notice that pennant. Yeah. You see the mascot? Yeah, it's a tiger. Bingo. <laughs> and we were the pr Princeton of the Plains. I can't imagine how many people that throws off that walk in and go, what in the heck is that? This is a special place for Chris Norris. His mom was one of the driving forces behind a lot of memorabilia inside the hall. Uh, it was just a, a labor of love for her. Kay Norris graduated from Oklahoma State in 1959 and then moved away from Stillwater with her husband, Bob. And then they started coming back to games in, in 1972. And really what spurred that was an assistant football coach came to Idabel to recruit and stayed at our home a couple of days. And it piqued their interest and they decided they don't mind making a four and a half hour drive on a Friday and then uh, making it back on a Sunday. 
Eventually, Bob and Kay purchased a home in Stillwater. In 1998, Gallagher-Iba Arena was undergoing an expansion and renovation, and Kay asked athletic director Terry Don Phillips what she could do to help. Phillips quickly tasked her with organizing OSU's sports museum. She probably was looking for a project, but she would have paid Oklahoma State to do this. And I know she and my dad went, we went, they went to the University of Arkansas. They went to the NCAA Hall of Fame. They went to the uh, NFL Hall of Fame in Canton and glanced at, you know, how this thing can be put together. Kay kept in contact with architects on the design and then set out to fill Heritage Hall with cool stuff. And I think she did it piece by piece, uh, literally by herself. I think, number one, she went in the basement of Gallagher-Iba and found things uh, that probably had been stored down there for, I I don't think it's an exaggeration to say decades. And then I think she made a lot of phone calls to people, and it led to people's letterman's jackets and things along that line that, some people probably thought were junk in their house and they became treasures uh, in this uh, Hall of Fame. We would meet at Hideaway Pizza once a week and have a Coke and kind of talk about how the week's been. And she would tell me how excited she'd be about finding a certain letterman's jacket or something along that line. I can't imagine the, the detail and the time it took to find a lot of this stuff. Heritage Hall was dedicated in 2001. A plaque at the entrance honors Kay and Bob Norris. The hall is intimate and homey. In this first section of the Heritage Hall, you have such a rich history and tradition of how the athletic team started out. You have um, have banners, you have Letterman sweaters. We've got Pistol Pete, the the original Pistol Pete costume. And you see the giant head that if you watch our ball games, any ball game, Pistol Pete's going to be there. This original head was created by Walt Disney and his company and weighs about 40 pounds. Larry Reese is Oklahoma State's Senior Associate Athletic Director for Development. Yeah, we've got Pistol Pete, Frank Eaton's uh, pistol right here. Larry could go on and on about the different trophies and memorabilia inside of the sports museum. I come through here, which is almost daily. I stop and try to look at something different and just because there's so much to, to take in. Kay Norris continued to work for Heritage Hall after the dedication. She was a curator, so she was, and there was a storage that I'm positive that is out east of town that they would, you know, she would transfer things in and out occasionally. Uh, And then she also tutored a ton of the athletes, you know, in subjects that she was, was, was schooled in. So this was kind of her home. This was a great uh, crowning achievement to, to the end of her lifetime. Kay was eventually diagnosed with lung cancer and died in 2006. I I really can't go into Gallagher-Iba in which I go into 30 times a year with men's and women's basketball and not think of the labor of love that she that she did. A writer at the Daily Oklahoma that I have a ton of respect for named Barry Trammell wrote that she was the best ambassador Oklahoma State ever had. And uh, that still kind of gives me chills a little bit. Uh, you know, you live 68 years and you make an impact like that. And, uh, You know, I think it's a a great legacy to her. 
Thanks for listening to BYU Radio's Big Stories. It's produced and written by me, Cleon Wall. Music and post-production by Kevin West. Make sure you watch BYU TV's Big Stories by logging on to BYUSN.com. Big Stories is a production of BYU Radio. BYU Radio.